Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. If you're listening to this, the Kansas City Chiefs have won a world championship. They are Super Bowl champs. They do it in comeback fashion. They score 21 points in the fourth quarter. Patrick LeVon Mahomes was exceptional in the fourth quarter when it mattered the most. Steve Spagnuolo finished what Bob Sutton couldn't. And the Kansas City Chiefs, your Kansas City Chiefs, are world champions. Celebrate with those you love. I'm doing it right now with my dear pals. First, find them on Twitter at Chief in Carolina. In Miami right now. Celebrating in Miami right now. Matthew Lane, my friend. I would apologize for the background noise, but I will not. I will not apologize for the traffic and the airplanes that may go by because the Kansas City Chiefs are the best football team in the world. They just won the Super Bowl. We were down going into the fourth quarter yet again. This goes up there on everybody's listening to this. Everyone listening right now, this is one of the most memorable moments of your entire life. You know it. I know it. We will never forget this. This is something that can never be taken away from you. How you reacted, how you felt during the game, at the point the Chiefs took over, when they finally were guaranteed to be the Super Bowl champions, we will always remember that. It is something that's never going to go away. And Craig Stout, Barley Hop, at Barley Hop on Twitter, you can tell us everything about Trophy Day and how dressing up for success led to this victory. 5-0. 5-0, Five and zero, oh. five and zero, oh, boys. Five and zero. Oh. It's on a heater. The suit dress, is on a heater. You dress up <laughs> for Trophy Day when you expect good things to happen. Woo! Good things happen. The Kansas City Chiefs are your 2020. Oh baby. Uh, and, uh, let's, let's reverse this. 2019. Yo, shout out to AHPKC yeah. Super Bowl champions. You give Dirk his credit. Hashtag Chiefs 2019. This is the season that the OGs, AHPKC. They predicted. They predicted it. Dirk predicted it. Go back. He's got receipts. My my guy Dirk has receipts. This is I am so happy for so many players oh on this gosh. team. Guys, I 
you're probably going to get sick of this bit, but throughout the course of this offseason, I, I just, uh, random people get a ring, and I want to shout them out throughout the course of this. Hey, Byron Pringle? Yep. Be damn proud of that ring, son. Yes. That, you, I, the moments you had this year, they weren't frequent. Wear that thing with pride. I'm so proud of you. I just, uh, Emmanuel oh, Agba. I love it so much. Emmanuel Agba. Oh. Hey, guess what, Emmanuel Agba? You're a world champion, my friend, and you oh. earned every little bit of that. You helped get us here. LaShawn McCoy, after a storied career, gets a ring, and people have been trying to dunk on him all playoffs just because he's been active. Listen, Chiefs aren't where they are in the playoffs without LaShawn McCoy helping carry the load to start the year. He mattered. All of these players even, mattered, and they are finally, they are getting rings that they deserve. Sit this one out. Uh-oh. Cam Irving, wear that damn you ring with pride. Cam, we're good, brother. We're good, brother. You might have contributed to the adversity earlier in the year. I don't care. You're a world champion. You deserve every little bit of this. Hey, l- listen here. Cam was the second person out of the tunnel and the most hyped person before the game on the entire Cam team. Cam Irving was in on two touchdowns today, you guys. He was tackle eligible on two touchdowns today. Didn't Did not notice that at all. I'm, I'm going to be real with you guys. I did not notice... About anything in that football game. Okay, let's let's be real here. This is the first game. All of us, because we've had this conversation off podcast here. All of us have have watched most of the games over the past two years under the guise of you know trying to analyze things yep. and trying to look at things through a critical eye. This is the first time, I think, for at least me in yep. the past two years that I've watched as a full-on fan outside of Arrowhead. Yeah, there was nothing about this game where I was really trying to analyze. The funny thing is, though, I called the leak to Sammy, and I called option into the boundary, even though the running back was lined up away from him. I was like, I, I called both those plays. I was on a heater today, fellas. I was feeling it a little bit, but it didn't matter. You can go through my Twitter. I literally was just tweeting out fan stuff the entire time, and I was trying to hype up a bar far more than I was trying to analyze. I will say this. Fan Maddie is just, he is just, he's talking so much. He is not giving anybody credit whatsoever. Jimmy Garoppolo is the worst player in the history of the world if you read Matthew Lane's timeline. And guess what? Jimmy Garoppolo channeled his inner Kirk Cousins to full capacity in the fourth quarter of that game. That guy got exposed for what he is, and Patrick Mahomes got exposed for what he is, and what he is is the best player in the world, and he's coming for you, Tom. The hardest thing to do is get the first ring. Patrick LeVon Mahomes got the first ring, and it's not going to stop there. He's coming for multiple. He's coming for legacies. He's coming for status. And Tom Brady, you might as well enjoy this whatever you think, however long you think the GOAT status is going to be for you because Mahomes is already on your heels. He's not even 25 years old yet. Bring Tom to the AFC West. Bring him to the AFC West. John Gruden, go do what you can to bring Tom. I would love to beat Tom Brady twice every single year and remind him who the best player in the world is because the best player in the world is making 40... 
He's making $40 million a year next year, and that's not going to be enough. He should make 50. Whew. I blacked out for a second. I'm sorry. I'm. This is going to be the fun. Honestly, guys, you know, here's the thing. We've, we've, we've put a lot of time into this, and we care deeply about this football team. You know, it might not look like it all the time because we're critical of things, because we want this team to re reach what just happened. The reason that we do what we do, the reason that why we are critical of the things that we're critical is because we want this city, we want this team, we want this organization to enjoy what just happened. And it's the most rewarding thing to be a little bit of this, a little part of 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 anybody that's listening to this. This their whole Super Bowl experience. This is this is one of the most fun moments of my life. I can say that it, definitively, and it's and it, it ain't about us. It ain't about it, us. It, it, ever, it's never about has you. Been. It's about you. You're listening right now. You are part of this. You are getting to bask in in all of this. It's incredible. It's amazing. We thank you all so much for listening. There's there was such an outpouring of love at the end yeah. of that game. Love for Andy Reid, love for this team, love for other fellow Chiefs fans. It was amazing to see. We appreciate every last one of you. You're this is for everybody. This it, it really is for everybody. It's for the entire city of Kansas City, the entire team, the entire everybody. I'm just so happy right now. This Andy chant busted out at the bar multiple oh, times, but it didn't even need Andy Reid to be on the screen. He wasn't getting Gatorade dumped on him. He wasn't giving the interview at the end of the game as a Super Bowl champion coach. People just started chanting Andy, 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 because that is what he means to the fans of Kansas City. That is what he means to us, to everybody else. People wanted to see Andy Reid succeed. He deserves it. He earned it. We got it. And thankfully, we were lucky enough as a fan base to be the team that Andy Reid won the Super Bowl as. Not somebody else. He didn't win in Philadelphia. He got there and couldn't quite pull it off, but he got it now. We get to celebrate with him. He gets to be remembered as the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl head coach. You get to relish in that. This moment never goes away. Andy Reid won. I know not everybody has been the biggest fan of Andy Reid, including myself. I've been critical. I want to win every single game 77 to nothing, so I will be critical <laughs> if that doesn't happen. Guess what? We just won the Super Bowl. My criticisms don't matter. We just won the Super Bowl. All that stuff doesn't matter right now. We were a good enough team to win the Super Bowl for Andy, for Pat. Not even we. They won the Super Bowl. I just get to celebrate it with everybody else, with all you guys listening. It's one of the best feelings in the entire world. I don't even know how to put it into words right now. You, you don't have to put it into words. I Guys, I'm going to be processing this forever. I still like... Part of me feels like we're down 20 to 10 still. Like, I'm not completely here yet. I'm still trying to process all this. I will say, you, know, you talk about Andy, you're going to, I'm going to get emotional just thinking about that. Um, I didn't cry. I didn't get really particularly teary eyed until I saw Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes hugging, when I saw um, him get Gatorade poured on him, when, uh, when the Eagles tweeted out, Time's yours, Andy. I lost it. Those are like honestly, this the moments that I'm feeling about this game, the most emotional moments for me aren't even about me or my feelings or or you know, even like being with all my friends. It was Andy Reid. And 
I know, you know, Craig's talked a lot about this a lot, how much he wants to win for Andy Reid and the most adamant I've seen Craig Stout on <laughs> when we, in, in, in us doing this has been about Andy Reid. And I feel very similarly. And it, it, it was very obvious as, as that whole thing was going on, you know, how much it meant to me personally to see Andy Reid get that ring. Those, those moments were the most emotional uh, that I've experienced this this entire night was 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 all about Andy and I think it's so cool I think it's so cool that Andy's legacy is defined not by 15 years in in Philadelphia but is defined by already the seven here in Kansas City he's ours it's, he's ours he's Philly ours. you he's said, so ours. he's ours you said so much about him Philadelphia you booed Santa Claus you booed Andy Reid he's ours now. He's ours now. You can't have him. You can celebrate him, whatever. But I saw Philly fans in my mentions today talking about him. He's ours now. I am so proud that Andy Reid is my head coach. And he won one, and he's going to win a few more before he hangs it up. Andy Reid is going in the Hall of Fame as a chief, period. I don't think they go technically as a but we will take on the entire state of Pennsylvania. Yeah, let's fight. Let's fight, Philly. Let's yeah. fight. He's it's, ours. It, yeah. I I just, I was beside myself with when it was basically clinched. I was beside myself when his son came up and hugged him on the sidelines there. And then Steve Spagnuolo came over and hugged him on the sidelines as well. I just... There was so much there. I just can't say it. Can't say it. I I I I love Andy so much. I was so happy to see him get his. It's it's so deserving. It's no, just absolutely. So and the highest emotional point for me and Andy Reid's stuff was phenomenal. It was hard. It's hard for me to process all that and the situation that I was in. So I'm sure I'll get more tomorrow. But what really drove home to me was seeing. In the fourth quarter, seeing Tyron Matthews lay into the defense on the sideline and then seeing him with the trophy at the end of the game, knowing his story, where he came from, the leadership that he provided the team, that's one that really sit home with me is just seeing his reaction on the sideline when things weren't going well and then seeing his reaction when they finally won the Super Bowl. That's one that hit me pretty hard just because that was stuff that was on the TV where I was. I was actually able to visualize that. I saw both. And that was a sit-back moment just like, wow, this stuff means so much to them. As much as we think it means to us as fans and as important as it is in my life and everybody else's life, this means everything to them, literally everything. And just seeing that unfold on national television was one of the most amazing things. You saw the highs, you saw the lows, you saw anger, you saw pure joy. Just seeing all of that during the Super Bowl on such a big stage was absolutely incredible. I think think what's kind of just crazy about this whole experience is about every fear that you could have had about this football team was realized. The linebackers were not great. The cornerbacks were not great. And the back seven was getting exposed for for large chunks of the game. And and it felt hopeless because the offense wasn't able to do anything to, to try to help. But what happened? The, the fourth quarter, they buttoned up. They, 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 they took all that adversity. This group's been forged in fire. 
It's they've they've been through so much as a group, both sides of the football. They've faced all kinds of adversity these last, you know, these these last just this whole season, but even these last few weeks, how much adversity this group has faced, how much this group has been through. You knew it was going to count for something at some point. You knew at some point everything that they've been through was going to boil up and bubble up to the surface. And it did in the biggest moments. They went 21 nothing on them in the fourth quarter after everything that they've been through to this point. Everything, Patrick Mahomes, we didn't think Patrick Mahomes was going to be playing after week whatever it was it, on Thursday Night Football, week six, whatever we thought, week seven, we didn't think Patrick Mahomes was going to be playing. There was moments where we didn't think this man was going to be playing the rest of the year. And what does he do? He, he beats the odds. He comes back after two weeks. They lose the first game against Tennessee. Then they go on an absolute tear. And that loss against Tennessee was the defining moment for both sides of the football. They had honest moments. And ever since then, the championship swagger on the defensive side of the football that Frank Clark, that Tyron Matthew, that Steve Spagnuolo brought to this football team finally showed up. And it didn't leave. It never left after that. It never left after that. This team, that everything that they went through, finally came and, and, and materialized completely on the football field in the biggest moments. And guess what? San Francisco wasn't ready for that. The Niners weren't about that life. They weren't about that adversity. They weren't about any of that. They weren't ready. Their leadership wasn't good enough. Their team wasn't good enough. Their pass rush, their all world, all those first round picks on the defensive line, they weren't good enough. Because this team, this Kansas City football team had something that they didn't have and that no one in the world has. They're the one team in the world that has this championship swagger. You wanted to know what championship swagger was? It was defined tonight in the fourth quarter with nine minutes left in the football game. Rance Swanson's That's coming out. That's the best Rance Swanson. Woo! That's the best rant Swanson I'm on a heater ever. right now. That's right not there. even a rant Swanson. That's a celebration Swanson that's right just, there. That's, yeah. a, that's a joyous. You know, the thing about the guy, little, little inside baseball, the thing about this podcast, the thing about everything that us three do together is you see every week you see two hours of it or an hour of it. <laughs> but it's a lot behind the scenes. And we are talking through so much and we are thinking through so much. And I feel like tonight is just, it's just us just, it's, 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 it's like, it's a different kind of celebration there's, for us. There's too, no right? rundown. There's no nothing. This is just the three of us sitting around BSing <laughs> on, on video chat. Yeah. This is what it is. Guys, I, <laughs> not enough is being made and time out, time more out. will be made time out the recording that. the recording just said 1738 on my on my oh, computer i'm sorry i didn't want to hijack out. that but that was really no, cool no, for me good. my eyes were on that there sorry continue craig <laughs> sorry please go we're we're going to talk a lot about this especially this off season there's there's going to be a lot of conversations about the pivot point in this game when it switched i know that the tyree kill pass is going to be the focal point of all of that but guys steve spagnolo was brought in this offseason to make a difference 
to change things up. You want to talk about in-game adjustments. Let's talk about the end of that game. Let's talk about what that defense was able to do. They were able to dictate the tempo. They were able to take the run away. They were able to take the pass away. Frank Clark was a closer. Kendall Fuller, a guy that I have been hard on Kendall. all year long. Kendall Fuller, you wear that damn ring proud, son. That's go- that's yours. You earned all every single bit of that ring. Steve Spagnolo absolutely changed this defense. And there's going to be tons of conversations about Spagnolo because he's not going anywhere. He's going to be a chief next year. Woo. This defense is going to be playing at a much higher level from the get-go next year. Oh, no. We're going to see a completely different scenario. It took him eight weeks to figure out how to get everybody together, how to get everybody on the same page, how to get everybody to buy in. You're going to have a lot of pieces that are still going to be there, that are still going to buy in, and you're going to have good Steve Spagnuolo from the get-go in 2020. But this was a masterpiece. He held this offense to 20 points. That was plenty. That was enough for this Chiefs team to win the Super Bowl. He deserves tons of praise this week. You know who else needs to wear their ring proudly? Bashad Breland. Oh, He's man. been a little under the radar lately, but my man, he had the pick. And I'm not even talking about the pick, just the plays he was making on some early screen passes. Just his ability to help the Chiefs just make a couple stops or prolong some drives from the 49ers early in the game were absolutely phenomenal. He was out there making the 49ers work, and I think that's what you saw in the fourth quarter. When the 49ers had stuff not going their way, when they had to work for what they wanted when they couldn't just rely on Kyle Shanahan to say, hey, here's the whiteboard play, run it like that. That's when things fell apart for them. The Chiefs defense never quit. They kept coming back. They gave up bad drives. They gave up long drives. They didn't care. Real bad. Coming (laughs) back. They had Spagnolo in their ear, Tyron Matthew in the ear, Frank Clark yelling at them. They had these guys that were getting them ready to go back out there after some bad drives, and they gave it their all. But for me, the one thing I'll remember about this game, and I understand he had some bad plays, Patrick Mahomes, we'll talk about him plenty throughout the offseason. Don't you guys worry, it's going to come. His ability or his desire to have the football was noticeable from the first drive of this game. He wanted to throw the ball. He wanted to run the ball. He wanted the football. Tell you who didn't want it, Jimmy Garoppolo. There's your difference in the football game. Patrick Mahomes wanted it a lot more than anybody else on the field did. There's some plays that I'm probably going to profile at some point here in the next you know, three months whenever I recover from this football game. It's going to take me a while. What What is draft season? I don't know what draft season is. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, no, just leave that away. Just don't even tell the joke. I, I get it. We'll get there. <laughs> but, I mean, honestly, like, I think there's some plays with Patrick Mahomes that, that were very subtle that I was watching that showed how you know, how he wasn't going to let this football team lose. I think there was a couple plays where Patrick Mahomes very easily could have been sacked, but he wasn't letting that happen. That wasn't happening. That wasn't in the plans. He knew he need, his football team needed him, and he wasn't going to let him... Like, he wasn't going to let that team down. He wasn't going to let him down. There are so many little things in that football game, even though he had probably his worst interception of the season, even though he threw multiple interceptions, even though it was rough at times for him, the, Very. the heart of a champion showed up. 
and it, it it was it was there throughout. There was some mistakes where he was trying a little bit too hard, and there were some things like that. But it didn't matter because he rose to the occasion. He let the pain, he let the pain of last year drive him to greatness, to another level of greatness. He was amazing last year, but he took this off season, and he took the pain that he experienced last year, and used it to fuel a Super Bowl championship. And he was he was. He was fantastic in the end of the game, and the Chiefs are world champions because of it. The other one, the other people, I, you guys are kind of giving your shout-outs right now. I think Brett Veach deserves a ton of credit. 2018 was pretty bad for him. Let's just – you can it – it was a rough season for him. But 2019 was exceptional. Everything – you know, we were stressed out like crazy about the cornerback position it wasn't pretty all the time and there was still some issues tonight didn't matter they still were able to overcome that and win a world championship uh i think about sammy Watkins. a lot of people did not like the sammy Watkins sign signing sammy Watkins has over 400 yards i think it's like close to 450 yards it might be over 450 yards in the playoffs in his time in kansas city massive massive help for this football team. You are not Super Bowl champions without Sammy Watkins. So even 2018 has rebounded a little bit. But 2019 was coming up all spades for Brett Veach, and he deserves a ton of credit for this football team. And you can lump Damian Williams in with 2018, a guy that a lot of people thought uh maybe should have been the MVP tonight. He was excellent all night we talked about his ability to work underneath his ability to make things i'll tell you what damian williams was fantastic guys there are going to be brett veach stories that are written they are coming you're going to hear them they're going to be great i promise you but he's just he rebuilt the defense 100 percent rebuilt the defense we saw in a year in a year it wasn't just him in 2018 trying to do this he actually revamped it from 2018 to 2019 and created this whole new beast tyron matthew frank clark hey, let's talk terrell suggs mike pinnell i mean colin saunders Derek naughty i mean uh, these guys were fantastic and and they did it without guys like emmanuel ogba guys without you know like Juan Thornhill, even Mo Claiborne, like we we talked a lot, we exerted a lot of energy on these guys and their ability to really impact the game, and yet they they weren't here for this one for various injuries or inactivity or anything like that. They were able to cobble together a depth chart that was good enough. And that was the question. When we were in training camp this last year, there was a lot of conversation about whether or not this 53 was good enough. We liked a lot of it, but we didn't love all of it. So it was good to see that we were proven wrong. <laughs> yeah. We are we are willing to admit Hell, that yeah, we were that, like, very wrong about a lot of guys. Absolutely. But... I, I just think that it, they put together the right squad from a locker room standpoint, from a mentality standpoint, and the cred, full credit to those guys, full credit to the coaching staff. Just, it, it's amazing. It, it, your team is Super Bowl champions. It's absolutely amazing. It is. 
Uh, we just lost Maddie. Maddie, Maddie had to dip out. I don't know. It, it's you know if Miami is probably at a data log jam. Oh, it's lit. It's it's lit. Um, I think it's it's about time for us to to go anyway. It's about. We time. will get into the analysis. We will break down this game. We'll we do a mailbag. We're the- gonna have a mailbag. <laughs> the mailbag is gonna be lit. We will get into the X's and O's and all the good and the bad. But we wanted you guys to have something for those of you like me who are going to work Monday morning to have something to enjoy, something to listen to, some of the pure joy just kind of captured a little bit for you guys. Because again, this is for you. We do this for you. You guys, we saw so much love tonight. I just, I'm so happy to be sharing this with every single one of you that are listening tonight with my buddies here on the podcast. This is, this is wonderful. Congratulations, you're world champs. You you guys deserve it so much. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Y'all deserve it, man. Y'all really deserve this. Uh, this city, this fan base has been through so much. Um, it's been fifty years. Fifty years. It's been fifty years. And I'm so I'm so happy for you. You deserve it more than any fan base i don't even care about cleveland whatever no you deserve this and i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for andy reed um on the game prediction we said we'll see y'all at the at the parade <laughs> we'll see y'all hey at- guess what we'll see y'all at the parade we'll see y'all at the parade i can't wait we'll uh, we'll be back later in the week catch you later